0: Duke. You big the a- bastard! Where'd you get your sleep? Clear Christ! One, gamba, two, really? alley! This is the Dave Duke podcast. It. it's is Dave Duke, and this is another episode of the Dave Duke Podcast. You're very welcome, where we're back at base this week, sitting down with a proper microphone and no traffic to contend to, no mass parkers, no shitty drivers, no people out in the middle of the road with not even a high vis vest on them. No, we're back in HQ in Athlone, County Westmead, in my little office, With my jerseys hung up and my face on a t-shirt and a jazzy album and a diffuser and American flags. I don't think I've ever actually showed off the office in the house on Instagram or TikTok before. I'm a little bit uncomfortable about it because people might shout, Oh, you live in slobber and sloth, you shithead. So I don't bother. But it is an extravagant gather of works. In front of me are bloaties tablets. Uh, There's a pair of iRadio sunglasses. There are scratched scratch cards with money on them that I need to take to the shop to exchange. And when I say money on them, I mean like 10 or 4 euro. Scratch cards are really gone to shit. Sorry, National Lottery. Before, there felt like a chance of winning something on a scratch card. And I've fairly bought many of them to try them out. They're gone to shit now. Gone to shit. Very disappointed. Very disappointed. National Lottery. Give away more money on scratch cards and I will re-kick my scratch card addiction again for you. So I hope you enjoyed last week's podcast. It was an experiment. It was on the road. Something a little bit different. You got to drive with me from Leithram to Roscommon. Oh, what joyous occasions and scenes were seen on that road last Wednesday night but we're here now uh, recording on the day that Spotify Wrapped is released and what a time to be alive Elvis Presley my top artist of the year 2023 and I have one person to blame for that and one person only and that is my significant other Neve Neve went on a few months of a mad Elvis Presley splurge this year, you would come home every evening and Elvis Presley was living at large in our kitchen. In the ghetto, you ain't nothing but dog. All of them all got rinsed out. Funny enough, no Elvis Presley track in my top five. Who was in that? Let me tell you right now who was in that. Mostly dance music. I don't know if that's of any surprise to you. I don't only play dance music when I'm DJing, I'm also playing dance music in the house. So I played 1,472 songs in 2023. That's a little bit skewed because I've said shared Alexa with a Spotify account belonging to me on it in the kitchen. 1,068 artists, Elvis Presley in the ghetto, was The Biggest Song from Elvis Presley, uh, The Killers, Dua Lipa, Calvin Harris, Jax Jones was the one, two, three, four, and five. The Top Songs was... come Come here, you bastard, Yeah, So Much In Love by D.O.D., Ellie Golden, Calvin Harris, Miracle, number two, Won't Forget You by Jax Jones, number three, Desire by Sam Smith and Calvin Harris, and number five was Queen of Kings by Alessandra, the norwegian entry into eurovision 2023. Yes, I do love Eurovision and I can't wait for Eurovision 2024 to rock around. But I stated I think in this podcast towards the start, it would be wonderful to see some of the, the some people having this podcast in their Spotify wrapped most listened. Delighted to say that there are many of you whose number one podcast is this one. There's a few number twos, number threes and fours and fives as well. I'll accept that. For instance, Jermud reminded me that I said something about this podcast being in Spotify wrapped. Number two for him. Number one, the Two Johnnies podcast. Not only am I competing with those fuckers in iRadio, I'm competing with them in the podcast world as well. They've really, really blown up this year, haven't they? As if that scandal with the car stickers was going to do them any harm. It's what I'm missing in my life. I would be far bigger if I just had a wee scandal. A scandal that I could wringle out of. No crime involved. Maybe just offending some people. Some really woke people would get on my case and say, Oh, he shouldn't have said or done that. And then other people would go, Shut the fuck up. Dave Jokes sound. That's what I'm missing in my life. And I know this audio is going to be whipped out and put on Twitter slash X or Instagram when that scandal does happen. And I'm going to be whipped with it. Well, whipped I shall. Because I will come back bigger and stronger and better than ever. So thank you to German. Thank you to Logan. Number two to Alan Clark's Big News Coming Soon podcast. Logan, I'll take it. Thank you so much. Kieran. i I'm number three. Thank you. Vanessa, I'm number two. No, I'm number three for Vanessa. I'll actually give you the stats since you were a loyal listener. I'm quite happy with these. I know you might think these figures should be a lot bigger, but the way I look at this podcast is that I'm so busy that I don't get to put all my time and resources into this, that it is better having a podcast and enjoyed by few then have a no podcast and enjoyed by none better to have podcasted and be listened to than never podcasted at all william shakespeare said that about three weeks ago i'm pretty sure so this is a top 10 podcast for 1184 people it's a top five podcast for 782 people that's not bad at all i'll take that and this is the number one podcast For two hundred and twenty-one people. Two hundred and twenty-one people listen to any other podcast no more than they listen to this one. And I think that's a bit of alright. We only launched in March. There was a couple of twos and fros and a bit of dropped episodes since. We're fucking doing alright. Up the Dave Duke Podcast Army. You big yellow bastard, you. You big yellow bastard. This really has been the year of experimentation, hence why I'm also doing some jumpers and merch. The shop will close December 4th, which I think is Monday, just to make sure that everybody gets their orders for Christmas. Some people have asked me, why are you doing this? Because I can and I want to. I have been encouraged so much, and I think this is the first time I'm speaking at length about doing merch jumpers t-shirts etc so welcome to the first explanation of exactly why I'm doing this because I can because I will Mm -hmm. it's not really for profit and I say really because I'm trying to make sure that I at least break even and don't lose money on this you might be surprised to see some of the prices that I'm charging for the merch Excuse me. For instance, a crew neck is 35 euro, a t shirt is 20 euro, and the mug is 12 euro. I could have got a really shitty material t shirt for 7 euro cost price and sold it to you at 20. But I didn't do that. I got a very, very good quality t shirt and sold it at a smaller percentage of profit margin far smaller actually than sell you shit and charge you high prices and the jumper is the exact same it's a quality thick but not sweaty crew neck because you could get really heavy material and loads off it and a heavy jumper for less and it'd be shittier than get this nice lovely comfortable yet warm but not sweaty crew neck For a lot more money than the shitty ones. So I'm going with quality over profit. It's a bit of a branding exercise too. Take It Savage Handy is the thing that is said to me most. Apart from the bop-bop baby bus on the radio. And you big yellow bastard. And I hate coleslaw. Take It Savage Handy can be its own brand. That lives outside of the podcast. Outside of the radio. And could take on a life of its own. ...without being attached to me. Do you catch my drift? It's the reason why I didn't put a big, dirty Dave Duke logo... ...on the crew necks. The t-shirts are different... ...because that's more Daniel O'Donnell-esque. It's a certain genre of art. It's kind of daftness... ...but also stylish. Someone could wear a Dave Duke t-shirt in America... ...and get away with it. And go, hey, who the hell is that guy... Whereas the crewnecks, I wanted them to be wearable by anyone. For instance, if you got a crewneck for someone who had never heard of me or of or the podcast, they could still wear it comfortably with Take It Savage Handy. It kind of explains it all, doesn't it? Oh my God, what does that mean? What does that mean? It means Take It Savage Handy. Don't be stressing. You're utterly replaceable. If you drop dead in the morning, you'd hardly be grieved for two days solid before work would be thinking, how do we replace this fucker? To be honest, there's some jobs you wouldn't be even grieved for the two days. They'd be ringing your family going, would you have anyone that'd be interested in their job? Because we're down a man or a woman now, you know. You're always replaceable. There's always going to be bad times. Tough times don't last Deaf people do. Remember it. And take it savage handy. But also absolutely work your bollocks off to provide for yourself, your missus, your boyfriend, your family, for your kids. Juxtapositions. Fucking take it savage handy but work like a bastard. Thank you to all those who have put their hand in their pocket, metaphorically, because nobody does that anymore. They just memorize their card details and put it in and then... You're asked for your CVC number and you know that off by heart and you know your air code off by heart and you just put it through. I don't put my hand into my pocket but I do have to Google my air code because I haven't learned it yet because I'm a thick fuck. Thank you to those who purchased a jumper. If you want to have a look and absolutely no obligation. As I said in the first email that I put out to the subscribers, don't feel compelled to buy anything. Unless you really want it and you want to get it for someone, then that's great. But I don't want people thinking that this is a begging plea. Please buy my fucking jumpers. Please. 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 Please buy my jumpers. It's not that. They're there. They're on sale. They'll be taken off sale December 4th, and there will be another couple of items on the shop that I can guarantee delivery for Christmas on them. One of them. Fanula Corbett is going to lose her mind when she hears about it because she keeps slagging me about it it's time to take back control Irish Mammies Love Dave Duke well I'm going to try and capitalise on that speaking of Irish Mammies we were in Tesco in Knocknacarra in Galway on Monday Tesco sponsored the radio show and as part of that deal you go and do an outside broadcast every so often for them And do I know why they put us into the one in Nacnicara in Galway? I don't. But we were there in Christmas Jumpers on Monday talking about Tesco helping you to become more Christmas this year. Run-of-the-mill, outside broadcast show. It's a Monday, so nothing exciting is really happening until a woman approaches us. Elderly to me, but she's only in her late 50s, maybe 60. She looks very emotional. And personally, I got afraid because I thought I might have said something inappropriate that really upset her. Because I have upset people before. Not willingly, not wittingly, not even on purpose. I might have said something about Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour, be nailed to the cross. Didn't Jesus himself come off the cross for an old pint on Paddy's day? I might have said something like that, but it wasn't. The woman said, Oh, do you do requests and shout-outs? Vanilla was closest to her and said, Yes, we do. I read you reminds me of my daughter. Straight away thought the daughter was dead. Immediately, first thought, I know it's dark, but it was the first thought that came to mind. I can't lie about that. I could, but I haven't. And you know now my first thought. So you're bracing yourself like you're going to be in an accident. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. She wants to shout out a dead relative on the radio. It wasn't that at all. Her daughter, a doctor emigrated to Australia this year. The daughter is clearly mid-twenties. There or thereabouts. The daughter was obviously a big fan of iRadio when she was living in Galway. And this woman, this mother, leaves on iRadio in the house from morning to night to remind her of her daughter in Australia there was some relief some decompression and then I kind of got upset again for a few different reasons from a radio lover I'm super passionate about the medium I had never considered radio being used for that reason why am I in radio? To entertain and to connect with people, to be company for others, sometimes to be just even white noise in the background while you're doing 200 other things. Think of how many petrol stations, how many offices, how many yards, how many construction sites iRadio was on, and we're just in the background. We're there. But we're not the focus of your attention. I knew all that. I knew that we're even in cattle sheds to Frisian cows that don't know what we're talking about, but we're there for them. But to be there for a woman whose daughter has emigrated to Australia, I had never considered it in a thousand years until this woman approached us. And it made me really sad about emigration again remember there was a day on the show six, eight months ago where we'd done a complete hour on people who had emigrated, people going to Australia, to Canada, wherever. And it turned into a little bit of a show special about, well, what's your thoughts? And there was people telling us they were just recently home and they were going out again. Others were telling us about family members and brothers and sisters who had went to Australia and Canada, etc. and were having a whale of a time and they were thinking and the lack of options here and the lack of housing. And it made me really, really upset about (laughs) emigration. Dodgy time to be talking about immigration and emigration. Conor McGregor is a fucking clown is what you need to know on that point. A fucking clown and a tramp at that. However, you'd get upset at there being the lack of opportunities here for people emigrating. What has made people emigrate? What could be done to encourage them home? Or is there anything to encourage them home? People are always going to travel and wander no matter how good things are in the country. Could be a free house for everybody, a very well paid job, any opportunity you want. Those people will have curiosity in them and travel. That has to be accepted. But you might be a person who has emigrated. You're listening to this in Australia, Canada, Dubai. Why have you done so? Was it for better wages? was it for love was it to wander was it to explore I feel I have more people to go for a pint with in Perth at the moment than I would in Kinloch my own hometown and it's been like that for a while and I've seen it 10, 12 years ago and it's worse now than ever before where is all the good people gone I thought about that woman all evening, Monday, and a lot of Tuesday. About the service that we provide for her. And I also worried about her. Worried is not the word I'm looking for. just kept her in my thoughts. I hope she's alright. Obviously it's really hit home that she's not going to be here for this Christmas. The the girl, or the woman, I should say, in Australia, who's the doctor in the hospital, is having a fucking wonderful time. Wonderful time. She's probably under far less pressure than she would be in an Irish hospital. She's probably making far more money. Ah, yeah, some people will say the cost of living in Australia is astronomical, that you'd be paying $25 for a Magnum and $75 million for a box of cigarettes it seems to be a better quality of life in Australia for most people that emigrate. It's difficult having this conversation with myself. I know you're there but you're not answering me currently yet, are you? There must be something in the Australian water as well. So many useless bastards that wouldn't run on batteries in this country are over there absolutely killing themselves with work. What happened? What motivation do you have? You wouldn't wipe your own arse here and you're over there making savage dollars in the mines. What happened? Did you get a taste of the money? You wonder about that element too. (laughs) useless bastards at home absolutely cleaning up in Australia it's one of my big regrets not doing a year in Australia not even doing a fucking J1 in America and I beat myself up over this why didn't I go to Australia for a year why didn't I go to Canada why didn't I do three months of a J1 in America, I had no money zero I didn't even have a proper job to save up and go abroad. So I go in this full circle thing every so often. Jesus, you should have emigrated. Why didn't you do a year abroad? Or even a J1? You bollocks, yeah. You useless fucker. You're 30 now. You're not going to get away now, are you? Huh? She may as well wave goodbye to the radio career now if you fuck off to Australia for a year, you bollocks. You wanker. And then I'll come back right around and be like, Ara Dave, you didn't have two cent to rub together, did ya? No, you pisspot you See, I'm baiting myself up again over not emigrating. Some really nice interactions with people. It's been a supercharged week. Some really lovely messages. Including... Fenula getting a message from a lady who was celebrating a big birthday this week. Her carer sent us a message and said that this woman was turning 70. And that she was a big fan of iRadio, but particularly a big fan of Dave and Fanula on iRadio. We have women and men of all shapes, ages and denominations listening to us, it seems. So shout out to that woman and her big Randy Birthday. I am hesitant to give away names and locations. Some lovely messages from people who we bumped into in Galway on Monday. Just fucking people are sound. It's a peculiar time to be alive, especially what happened in Dublin on Thursday and then the subsequent riots. And the scumbags with the full tracksuits jumping in and out through Foot Locker. Oh, is this a protest against illegal immigration and immigration in general, is it? All oh, right, uh, why are you robbing the 250 euro pair of shoes then, so you fucking clown, terrorizing the country? Scary times. But there are still some beautiful people in this country. Actually, come to think of it. It's been a really supercharged week with really nice people. We spoke to Saoirse Ruan, who was on the Late Late Toy Show in 2020. She has raised so much money for so many different charity organisations, along with her mama, Rosanna. Big help from her. She was on the show with us, raising even more money for Galway Sick Kids Foundation. And then the people we spoke to on Monday. And... Good people out there is what I'm trying to get at. Good fucking people out there. And if you have one, look after them. Hold on to them. Tell them you love them. Tell them they're fucking sound. I'm going to leave it at that. I understand today has been... A... Loose podcast. To be honest, I probably should go to a... Therapist... Rather than offloading on you. But you're better crack. And I don't have to pay you. <laughs> you're cheap. I just give you the information and you go, mm hmm, mm hmm, one star, mm, too dark. <laughs> or you go, oh, five stars, great. Thank you for trauma dumping on me. So thanks for that. Thanks for the support. I do enjoy you being here. I do enjoy that people invest in me. Number one podcast in the country for 221 people. We're going to triple that next year, lads. And I don't think I've explained this before. Lads is a communal term for all of us. Whether you're trans or you're a woman or a man or perhaps you're one that's both or neither. Lads is for everyone. So I said, lads, thank you once again, for your great support. I'm humbled every week. Till we speak again next time on the Dave Duke Podcast. Take it fucking savage handy, hey. You big yellow bastard.